This is Shifting Our Schools, episode 92, bringing the connectivism learning theory into the one-to-one classroom. Listen up, educators. Are you looking to take your classroom to the next level? The technological shift in education is happening right now. If you're looking to integrate technology into your classroom, you're in the right place. Welcome to Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. Welcome back to Shifting Our Schools. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to us in your favorite podcast player. I can't thank those of you enough who have taken the time to leave a review and rating for us in your favorite podcast player. It helps me to see what episodes and what conversations interest you the most, as well as help promote the podcast to other educators. If you haven't left a rating or review, uh, I would greatly appreciate it, or let me know what conversations you like or what episodes have been your favorite over on our Flipgrid that can be found either by going to sospodcast.org or you can go to flipgrid.com slash sospodcast. I love Flipgrid. It's still one of my top five tools that I think every teacher should consider using regardless of subject or age. It's so easy to use and so, so powerful. I'm hoping to have an episode here soon where we get to talk with some teachers who are using Flipgrid in really interesting ways. If you're one of those teachers, if you love using Flipgrid, and you want to be able to share some of the the things that your students do with that specific app, please reach out to me. There's a contact form on the SOS podcast site. You can get me through Twitter or Instagram or any of the other social medias as well. Uh, I really would like to just focus in on on that one tool. I, I still think for for this coming year, this coming school year, the 1920 school year, Flipgrid is still one of the most powerful, easy to use apps uh, that we can use. Uh, with students. And so uh, it's still one of my top five, and we're going to be talking more about some of my top five apps and uh, ways of thinking through the rest of this month. All month long, we'll be focused on the one-to-one classroom in our one-to-one summer of fun series, which will be here all the month of August as we prepare for the new school year here in the Northern Hemisphere. To get us started, in episode 91, I read to you the recent peer-reviewed paper that Doreen Keller and I wrote this past year. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend it uh, to you as as the foundation, in my mind, of how we need to think about the new connected world. And so that's episode 91, the episode right before this one. Uh, Just read the paper. Uh, And again, apologize if it's not read perfectly. I am not an audio expert when it comes to reading and recording things. I I think I even say in the uh, podcast, you have a newfound respect for people who do audiobooks for sure. But uh, hopefully you get the gist of the understanding. And what I love about it is the Connectives and Learning Theory has been out for quite a while now. It came out in 2005. And for me, it is truly a foundational piece of work that allows us to look at the connected classroom. It allows us to look at what is the pedagogical shift? What is the mindset shift that needs to happen when every kid has a laptop. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode, that teaching in a one-to-one classroom is not about the technology or the tools, but rather a mind shift that must occur if we're going to truly use the power of the world's information in the hands of students. That's really what this is about. Once we give every student a device, we have decentralized knowledge and information. Let me say it again. Once we give every student a device, we've decentralized knowledge and information. And that is a major, major shift for educators and for the educational institutions at large. If you work in a one-to-one school and kids have devices available to them, and what I mean by that is if you work in a school that has Wi-Fi accessible by students, you're in that situation. We have decentralized knowledge and information. 
And that's the mind shift. That's a massive mind shift that none of us were in a classroom that information was so decentralized. Unless you're a millennial, unless you're 23 or 25 and you're just starting your teaching career, you might've been in one of those classrooms where now you have some idea of what that looks like. But for someone like myself, who's been in this job for 20 years, we have to rethink. That's a mind shift switch that needs to happen. And that to me is the foundation of where this is going. So that is the first mindset shift for teachers, understanding that knowledge is decentralized and chaotic, that our job as educators in the 21st century has been and should remain focused on helping this generation make sense of the information coming at them, not giving them stuff to memorize, but giving them avenues to explore. I am fine with giving students a list of, say, three or five links, and then asking them, what do you know or think you know based on the information you read? Not that you get to choose one of the three or five, that you must read all of the three or five. And by read, let's just, it doesn't have to be reading, right? They could be videos. Uh, they could be infographics. There's all kinds of different ways that information comes at students today, comes at all of us. And so I love the idea of saying, okay, here's three or five links. Go out and read these three or five links. And then what do you know? Or what do you think you know based on the information you just read? And help kids truly dissect and look at the idea of all of this information coming at me and what can I take from it? What are the opinions coming at me? And how do I start telling the difference, especially on the internet, between fact and opinion? I do not think we cover that nearly enough in every subject area across every grade level, really homing in on the difference between fact and opinion because that is what the internet is filled of. And that goes right with the connectivism principle number one, which states that learning and knowledge rests in a diversity of opinions, not one person's opinion, but the diversity of opinions. Let's give kids three or five different avenues to go out. What do you know about this? What can we learn about this? What can we learn in the moment we need to know it about this? And then what if that that you read was fact? What do you believe is opinion? Can you back that fact up by triangulating data somewhere else? Or did you read the same fact on three or four different websites? And again, if the teacher wants to start by giving kids those three to five links to whatever those resources are, that's fantastic. By the time you're a junior and senior in high school, my goal would be is that you could do that for yourself. I hope you can do that for yourself. But you know, second, third, fourth grade, middle school, yeah, let's start them out. Let's give them some links. Narrow down that focus because it is a wave of information out there. We need students to understand that the internet is full of opinions and how you find fact within that and create knowledge and understanding for yourself is such a key skill of being considered knowledgeable today. And that brings me to my next mind shift we must consider in today's learning landscape. We are redefining what it means to be knowledgeable. We used to say a person was knowledgeable if they knew a lot of stuff, if they memorized a lot of facts, or a lot on one given topic. Somebody could be knowledgeable in a specific area because they knew a lot in that area. We must understand and shift our thinking towards that knowledge is not a fixed idea, that in order to be considered knowledgeable today, you must keep learning AKA this idea of being a lifelong learner that we've been talking about now for over a decade in education. Being knowledgeable today means being willing to learn, unlearn, and relearn quickly. 
A knowledgeable person today is someone who continues to learn, not someone who knows stuff. Let me say that again. A person who is considered knowledgeable today is a person who continues to learn, not someone who knows stuff. This was the focus of the 2018 Global Knowledge Summit I was honored to attend and speak at last December. The conference had people from close to 100 countries attend in Dubai. And the focus was understanding that the internet has redefined what it means to be knowledgeable. And how can we work as a global society to bring our thinking, our understanding, and our innovation together for the greater good? That's the key of this amazing conference. And that's the shift that we are on at a global level. And this is exactly what we're talking about when we look at the connectivism principle number two that states, learning is a process of connecting specialized nodes or information sources. I would almost reframe that in that being knowledgeable is a process of connecting specialized nodes or information sources. Being considered knowledgeable is being able to connect ideas together, being able to look at different avenues of information coming at me, connect them together, and create something new from that. As we prepare for another school year to start, and when you find yourself in a classroom where every student has a device, how are you using that time? How are you helping this generation create their own understanding and knowledge of a subject through diverse opinions found in society? Do we have students watch three different videos that explain how to solve a math formula in three different ways? Do we have them read an article, a video, and read a blog post, and then have them discuss what they are thinking about the topic, the person, the subject, after gathering information from different sources? Are you helping them to see the connections between different subjects in school? Are you thinking about the way that you build understanding and knowledge of a subject by having students make their own connections between information sources? I walk you through what this might look like in episode 67. If you go back to episode 67, I walk through an entire, uh, the whole episode is me walking you through a lesson that I did in a science, middle school science class, and the idea of being highly structured, loosely organized learning environments. How do we create learning environments that allow students to self-organize their understanding and information? And you can only do that if you have a highly structured learning environment. That must become the new normal in our classrooms. We need to understand and support teachers in this understanding that going one-to-one is not about the technology or the tools. Although, of course, they play a role, but even bigger is the mental shift educators must make and understanding that when you give the world's information to a student, that everything changes. Everything. If we can start there and support teachers in that mental shift, we unlock the true power of living in the 21st century. If this makes sense to you, if you agree with me or disagree with me, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can do that either by on social media using the hashtag SOS podcast, which I follow, or head over to our Flipgrid at flipgrid.com slash SOS podcast and leave a video response to me where you have more time to even, do you, do you agree? Do you disagree? What does this mean for you? Or what does this look like in your school? I'd love to hear of how this idea is actually shifting your school culture and how are you helping teachers with the mental mind shift that must come before 
we really start thinking about the technology and the tools. If we don't shift the mind, the tools don't matter. Until next time, I'll see you on the network. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit sospodcast.org, facebook.com slash Jeff Udick, and on Twitter at judick. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on Shifting Our Schools.